1: I don't know. You're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh, uh, This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is Trump-A-S-T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this. This. Is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality
2: TV? And on Thursday, Joe Biden gave the real housewives of coronavirus (laughs) some (laughs) serious vaccine mandates, ma'am. He sure did. He said, Do it, try it, do it. You know what I mean?
1: Do the vaccine? I didn't know what you meant. Yes, that is what I mean. He he said, I'm going to go ahead and need the businesses with over 100 employees to go ahead.
2: Mine's business. Wall business <laughs> trailer
1: business. wall businesses, uh, TV businesses, cabinet businesses, dog bed businesses, it's door business businesses, employees, <laughs> businesses over 100 employees have to get the vaccine mandate. If you have a problem with it,
2: try it. Try it. Go ahead, bring it. Are we still talking about the vaccines? Still talking.
1: Not only are we still talking about the vaccines, we're still, still talking about the masks. People are still upset and mad. That their rights are being trampled on because they're being told that they have to have a vaccine in a certain area of the world. Meanwhile, apparently it's fine to have a certain vaccine when you go to a school or you go to a certain country or you have to go. I mean,
2: there's plenty of mandated vaccines out there. I don't know why anyone who has a vaccine care. I have it. I don't care. The minute we got the vaccine, we were who like, cares? we don't care. We're not talking about it. We don't care who has it. We don't no. care who doesn't. have." It. I literally no. do not give a fuck who does and doesn't have it. I don't either. I wear a mask when I go out. Yep. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it anymore. No. Do it or don't. Like, I just don't care. Um, Something special and profound did happen this week that I care about. Yes. From one of our 14 listeners. Oh, my God. Tom Christopherson. <laughs> Tom Christopherson whose real name is actually Tom Christofferson. <laughs> Tom is a legend in the house of DGP. Legend, a Legend. Yeah. So at first, if you're new here, when Tom sent us his picture for the Drug Den bulletin board back in like 2017 or 2018, mm-hmm. it's his famous picture. It's a headshot. He's wearing a little, a <laughs> crown of little pink piglets. Mm-hmm. We thought his name was... Tom Christopherson. Right. Because it is spelled like Christopherson. Yes. Rather than like. Chris Christopherson. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is with a K and mm-hmm. Fs, mm-hmm. not Cs and PHs. Mm-hmm. So we at that time on the regular weed podcast coined a song for him <laughs> called Tom <laughs> Maleficent <laughs> Christopherson. That's correct. That yes. went Tom, Tom Maleficent Tom, Tom Christopherson, Tom Christopherson, Tom, Christopher Tom, Christopherson. Tom Christopherson. <laughs> And then in 2019, mm-hmm. he sent us, which really just feels like last year. It does. He sent us a package from Australia. That's mm. where he lives. Yeah. Here you go. With an amazing Tim Curry LP yes. called Working on My Tan, <laughs> yep. which features Tim Curry Working on his tan, Mm -hmm. neck deep in a backyard swimming pool. It is fucking pinnacles. It's so good. Yeah. Currently framed and hanging. Yes. On the Tim Curry wall in the drug dead. Yes. When he sent this package, Tom wrote us a letter and uh, let us know that he actually, well, he did like the Tom Maleficent. Christopherson, Tom Christopherson, Tom uh, Maleficent, mm-hmm. Christopherson, Maleficent, and then there were other Christopherson, Maleficent. Yeah, to fr- I, okay. Tom Maleficent, <laughs> Christopherson. Man. Um, he loved that song because mm-hmm. who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, he did need to let us know that his name is pronounced Tom Christopherson. <laughs> so, we were. Uh, I mean, I can't say we weren't kind of bummed to lose Maleficent. yeah right and so what we did what we really always do in those scenarios we didn't ever stop calling him tom christopherson (laughs) (laughs) and we refused to acknowledge that his name is really tom christopherson Uh however we tried at that time if you Mm. recall memo yes we and we do remember it fondly because it was we would offer it as our free patreon episode Mm -hmm. for like a year we went on to our patreon podcast right after we got tom's letter you did Whippets live on air <laughs> while we did the Patreon. Uh-huh. And then we made a new song <laughs> where we said, well, we have to get rid of Tom Maleficent. We're going to have to do the Tom Christofferson song. Right. So we made a completely new song for him. Here's a clip. I need everyone to know we spent over 20 minutes <laughs> on, the whole, on the whole topic of the song and the building up of the song. And the song was at first kind of a talky, Debbie, Harry Type mm-hmm. of energy rap mm-hmm, mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. Tom Christopherson and the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And Tom was going walking and shit. And I'm Julie, I don't know what she was off. On. She was off on some, some whippet I'm, shit. Well, and I had, <laughs> that must have been on a Kenny Rogers. Yep, yeah, you always had Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Right. And you had done whippets. Yeah. And I said, let's get into yeah. some melody. Let's get into some singing. <laughs> right. Let's get into some fingers clicking the keyboard. Cause you were really doing a Debbie Harry rap to a beat. Right. But it's still, we highly recommend listening to it. But we're gonna play just the song portion or of the event. Tom Tom Christopherson episode named after Tom Christofferson. For sin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now this is meta. Mm-hmm. It's Gandalferson. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was a young man. <laughs> I, w- Why, does on, it wait, I Why does it happen? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Fuck! Wait! Wait! Fucking wait, every time wait, you guys we get wait. into
2: it and the bitch is over there fucking tinkering around wait. with her whip it face and her whippet <laughs> brain. <laughs> so now you forgot that. Oh, wait. Oh,
0: here we go. <laughs> okay.
2: Wait. <laughs> I remember.
0: <laughs> I was just a little boy. <clears throat> Everyone would ask me, "What is your name?"
1: Me stand for? Yes. <laughs> and I said, "It is should be clear to you." <laughs> I love that you're singing as, as Tom. My name is Tommy said? <laughs> <Christopherson? laughs> Why
2: can't I make it rhyme with anything? Well, I love that he made his his also-his-name Tommy. (laughs) Hey, Tommy. Tommy Christofferson.
0: I'm just minding my own business
1: when he came back. Maybe Christofferson rhymes with person. Person? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm not
2: that kind of person.
1: Oh, because I'm Tom (laughs) Christofferson. Maybe that didn't work either. But it's better. Let's get close. right? Um... I was a private investigator doing my job. <laughs> Why? Because I'm looking for a murder of a man named Tom. <laughs> now he's dead. Sorry, Tom. And we went and we looked <laughs> and we took a group into the woods. <laughs> and no one could understand who would do this to a person. <laughs> no. Where is Tom Christie? Christopherson Where's Tom Christopherson Right I mean it's Where's Tom Christopherson Where's Tom Then one day The group in the woods. Wait, okay, and then what? What's
2: gonna happen this one day?
1: (laughs) All the people came down from the top of the mountain top. Maybe a shoe washes up. Ooh, (laughs) his piggies. (laughs) And we walk to the beach and we're looking without our tops. (laughs) (laughs) We're topless on the beach.
0: (laughs) We are topless now,
1: and everybody sings.
2: Nice. Tom Kristoffersen. <laughs>
0: Tom Kristoffersen. That wasn't his name.
2: <laughs> Tom Kristoffersen. We're looking for the wrong person. Or thing. <laughs> thing. Christopherson kind of rhymes with sing, thing. Oh, especially the way you're doing it. But it's Christopherson No, no, it's Christopher Motherfucker. <laughs> you guys see? You guys see? She literally goes, but it's Christopherson. <laughs> Then sing it with Christopherson. We don't have to change it. Tom's not not the boss of us. We've renamed Tom. And now we're looking in the water. And that's why he never answered his dead body, because we were saying... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't know his goddamn name. (laughs) We're like, Tom Christopherson, and he's playing their main. Children (laughs) are crying. (laughs) Mothers are dying.
0: (laughs) God, it's so morbid. The sheriff is calling. But I'm not going out. <laughs> I said I won't go because Tom was my best friend. Oh my God. I have all of his paintings and I won't go outside again. <laughs> and then there was a phone call on my phone. <laughs> and I
2: said, hey, Tom. I like that you sang the keyboard part you gonna- that you're in control of. <laughs>
0: And we all lay down in the candelabra.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're laying in a candelabra. Right yes, now, we Tom. are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes,
1: we
0: are. Because we miss our Tom
2: <laughs> Do you think he's on Australia? Like, why did I die in the movie? I mean, in the song. Because it's
0: dramatic.
2: Hold on. You know what, Tom? It wasn't you it that loud? died. It was you. It was Tom Christopherson that died. We're mourning <laughs> Tom Christopherson. We're letting him go. Exactly. Because our new Tom is Tom Kristofferson. Julie's right. still burping. <laughs> I wonder if your burps taste like whippets. <laughs> you think they do? I wondered where I was in that minute. <laughs> I
0: <didn't count. laughs>
2: You found Tom. Burping up now to <laughs> the
0: south side. And it, it, oh, finally, it all became clear. <laughs> and it came in the room like a ghost. In my
2: eyes. <laughs> By the way, it was a seconds. <laughs> well, the ten seconds came
1: and went, and I almost died because it was Tom <laughs> Christopherson. Yeah. Tom Christopherson. Wait, that's it. Yeah, right. that was good. Tom Christopherson. No way, I wouldn't. Tom
0: Christopherson. Tom Christopherson. Tom.
2: Well, I feel like I don't know him anymore, you know? We thought he knew us and that we knew him. But his name was really Tom Christopherson. Him, it rhymes good with him. And the
1: town came
2: together, (laughs) that's when we all
1: knew. (laughs) <laughs> that the one we knew as Tom was really a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I could not think of anything.
2: Tom, are you Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> Christoffersenberg. He had changed his name
0: from Christoffersenberg in gold. <laughs> and nobody ever realized that his family had died in the war. <laughs>
1: Tom Christofferson Bergen Gold You Steam. don't need to oh, hide forget Steam. Steam.
2: Tom Christofferson Bergen Gold and Steve <laughs> Tom Christofferson You don't need to hide
0: anymore Cause we are all Bergen Green Gold How Berks did this turn too? into an
2: anti-Semitic rant? <laughs> <laughs> Tom's really the ghost of Hitler <laughs> <laughs> living in Australia. Oh. So, <laughs> so, if Tom doesn't send us a picture with a fucking Hitler mustache, oh if he doesn't shave all that off and leave <sighs> just a Hitler mustache, the world will not be right. Tom will bring it back in Australia.
1: Oh, wow. Wow, that, is, that was a blast from the old.
2: I mean, that was like, two,
1: it was over two years
2: ago. It's probably two years ago, literally today. Honestly, wow. it was in September 2019. Wow. God that, damn. And that, that's Tom. That's Tom Christopherson. Tom <sighs> Christopherson. He's been inspiring us. Mm. He's like a muse. He is a he legend is. of the house of DGP. Legend of the house of DGP. New song alert. I'm not going to do it now, but
1: it's brewing. Patreon. Oh, I mean, That'll it, be
2: for the Patreon. He yeah. You have to. He needs another an opus to Tom because he yep. fucking sent us. He sent us a uh an original or he's an artist. Yeah. It's an original drawing slash painting slash watercolor of Tim Curry as Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Sweet Transvestite. It, it's it's obvious why. Yep. But he took the the mm. tattoo that Tim Curry has on his arm right. in the movie that says mom uh-huh that has like it's like an like an old 70s tattoo with like a heart right. with an arrow through it and he took away the the cursive writing that said mom and he in tom and he wrote DGP Ugh. and we saw it on twitter and i was blown away on twitter and he said he made it for us and i just thought tom was going to keep it in his own <laughs> home and i was like oh that's so sweet and i loved it and then i went to pick up the mail and I got the, I saw the envelope, and it said fragile, and it was taped, and it was perfect. And I saw his writing, and I saw Australia, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" He sent us that, and it is so amazing the work, the the, the detail. It looks like an actual photograph. It it's really incredible. does. Incredible, absolutely. It's
1: incredible. That's it looks taking. like a photograph.
2: Then he included a certificate of authenticity, oh, which really gets the Waps going. Yeah. For people that don't own a lot of of art as such as ourselves. That's correct.
1: Certificate of authenticity has his name, Tom Christofferson, and he's calling this piece absolute pleasure, which Julie loves Tom. She's like, I, commented on how she loves that a bunch of times. I love it so much. It's a dumb gay politics portrait is oh, what he's calling. And it. I love that part. Watercolor pencil, watercolor paint and acrylic on watercolor paper.
2: So, Tom, we are taking wow. this downtown where we get our sh- our important things framed. We have a lot of, like, shit around here we just framed ourselves. We're going to take <laughs> this downtown, we're going to get it framed. We're also going to get our Dumb Gay Politics cross-stitch framed. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get, even though Penny doesn't listen anymore, we're going to get the, the wall hanging that Penny made for us framed because it hasn't been framed, just right. been hanging there and yeah. the cross-stitch. And we're going to get the, t- t- well, we're, we'll probably frame the Tenacious D time more yeah. LP ourselves just because that's easy to frame but we're going to get this framed professionally Tom it's going to go at the top of our Tim Curry wall we have this picture a, a variation on this Um, this is a promo picture P- this is this painting that Tom did is a based on a promo picture from Rocky Horror when we paid fucking four hundred dollars <laughs> to have a zoom call with Tim Curry we got an I we included in our what we paid we got an autographed yeah, picture yep. and it's from this series. So it's Correct. so It just hits on so many levels because we we have an actual autograph picture and now we have this. And in the autograph picture, he he it's the one where he has a cigarette in his mouth right. and it's just not as intense as this one Tom did. It's
1: crazy. Cuz his
2: eyes are looking at us. At us. Yep. And we're so attracted to him. Yeah. <laughs> Right? right? It's, yeah. It's just like, we want to yeah. fucking fuck Tim Curry <laughs> so bad in this movie. And my mom, too, my mom had never, remember, my mom had never seen Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I mean, it's a grown man walking around. I mean, it's, it, it just, it, it, He's a it, sweet it, trans like, Yeah. It, there's no, there's no one that doesn't want this person. And that's the
1: genius of Tim Curry and of that movie. I mean, that is the fucking, oh, it's so good. And we, we, we might need to watch Rocky Horror again immediately. Also, Tom sent a picture, a new picture for the for the Drug Den Bulletin Board in our drugs t-shirt, which you can buy on our website, jelenebrinney.com, but also, he fucking put on the Maleficent horns. Okay? The, the no, man is uh, the nuance stop of it. the man. Stop he stop knows it. No, stop the, it. no
2: boundaries of nuance. Stop he's it. He's in front of a black wall wearing a shirt we sell that just says drugs, period, in the Maleficent horns. A nod to Tom Christopherson, <laughs> yes, who's actually right. Maleficent. <laughs> yes, it's I his mean, Maleficent character, is oh Tom Christopherson. God. And I, we're going to put it right under the piggy picture. We have to.
1: We have to. So he wrote a beautiful letter, and here it is. Hey, guys. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I've written in, so I wanted to correct this as well as making up for the last couple of cycles of Miss Birthday and Christmas presents all in one foul swoop. Just to give you a little update on all things down under, pollons we're literally all, but particularly in Sydney and Melbourne, currently getting the bad kind of skull fucked by Delta. Our inherently corrupt government botched securing enough vaccines for Australians and then to top it off, ruin the rollout of said vaccines. This means that the majority of us in Sydney have only had one dose, which seems kind of Orwellian to say the least. Remember last year when the rest of the world looked soberly on at Australia with a searing hot, jealous rage burning in their eyes as they watched us dance to Chromatica in clubs and basically carry on per usual like big dumb idiots? Well, that aged about as well as Return of the Nerds, (laughs) and those rose-colored glasses have been dislodged and need sanitizing now. As no one was vaccinated at the beginning of Forever 21, Delta spread in New South Wales, which is Sydney, in about six weeks. And now we have around 1,000 cases a day oh and have God. been in hard lockdown for nine-ish weeks. And we won't be getting out of this until around October, which definitely means 2022. Well, we're still not out of it either, Tom. Uh, we're slowly working our vaccine numbers up. But the whole thing has been a complete joke and the boner killer of a lifetime. She's not so great, Paula. So, <laughs> instead of, So instead of sitting on the couch... And trust falling backwards into ripping bongs despondently and indulging in some suicide ideation while a Housewives plays slowly in the background, I've been making some art. Okay, there may have been a little of both. My drawing soundtrack has been pretty consistently DGP, and to that I say thank fuck for both of you. The DGP universe has pretty much single-handedly preserved the last remnants of my sanity as I've been forced to watch everything burn down in Pandemia 2, Electric Boogaloo, Down Under. (laughs) To also be included in that universe and to be a very small returning character within it makes me so incredibly happy. I actually can't even sum it up in words. You guys are my absolute favorite and I'm picky. To be made to feel included in this audience, oftentimes just by listening, even when you're not singing my name, and to bear witness to your super friendship, which is truly as pure as it is rotted, while you continue to make quality yet hilariously questionable and highly problematic pod and Patreon content, is a true highlight in my existence. He just sees us. He really does. He just sees us. Again, thank you. Thank you for all the work you do. Even when it's late especially when it's late. (laughs) It means so much to so many 14 of us. You've made something fucking incredible with DGP, which honestly makes a tangible and positive impact on my week. Something which is an instant cult classic and special edition in nature, which is kind of what inspired my present. I'm a visual artist and have been wanting to make you this particular work for a while. I've had the reference picture since last year, but it wasn't until Australia imploded that I finally had the time to knock it out. I put everything I had into this because the drug den deserves a highly powerful Dorian Gray-esque piece of art to both bless and guard it forever.
2: It's definitely the most powerful piece of eyes that will be in here that we will look at. And he'll be right across from Johnny Depp, the life-size Johnny Depp. Yeah.
1: I hope this portrait of Tim as Frank can hang within the drunk den, shooting sassy daggers at you both while you get high and screech about new business. While Julie says, damn Girardi and Erica's (laughs) accent ad nauseum. I can't hear sweet transvestite without thinking of you both and smiling. So it just felt like the right thing to draw for you. You know, I really hope you like it. I've also included an updated pic for the DD Bulletin Board. Uh, I'm treating my photo updates as an ongoing installation work, but you both (laughs) knew that already. I'm sorry for thirst bucketing on, but sometimes you just need to tell the people you think are great that they're great. But while I'm being a giant hungry tiger, could you please ask the other 13 to go follow me on Instagram and Twitter at at underscore Tomopoly. That is at underscore Tomopoly so that I don't evaporate into obscurity and can at least have 2000 followers to advertise my inevitable OnlyFans to keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. I love you, Tom. Tom Maleficent Christopherson. P.S. Dance Academy for life. Motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right. The whole thing was beyond touching. So the episode we played is called Tom Christofferson and it's free and unlocked for anyone to hear. You don't have to be a member of our Patreon to listen to it. We're going to put the link to that episode in the description of the podcast. And we'll also put a link to Tom's Instagram. You've got to see his work. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for JoJo and Kiki.
0: Lock the doors. Lower the blinds. Fire up the smoke machine. And put on your heels. Because I know exactly what we need. JoJo and Kiki. I wanna have a Kiki. Lock the doors. Hey. JoJo and Kiki. Motherfucker. I'm, I'm gonna let you have it. JoJo and Kiki. I wanna have a Kiki. Die. Turn. Work. JoJo and Kiki. We are gonna serve. And work.
2: And turn. and Honey.
1: All right. So this week, JoJo and Kiki are stoked that the governor of California didn't get recalled, and they think Joe Manchin is a
2: giant asshole. Just in case you don't know, don't care, or simply don't remember... Joe Manchin is a cock blocking douchefuck senator from West Virginia who claims to be a Democrat, but he's actually a professional jizz guzzler for corporate lobbyists whose entire agenda consists of one thing and one thing only blocking Democratic <laughs> legislation. In every other administration, his fake Democrat pussy bullshit bugged, but it never really mattered. But with JoJo and Kiki, it matters the most. Because the fucking Senate is tied 50-50 and they need every single Democrat on board to be able to pass anything. Yeah, and
1: on the very first day of Joe Biden's presidency, literally the day of the inauguration, this motherfucker promised Mitch McConnell and the Republicans, that he would cock-block the getting rid of the filibuster, which would have made it possible to pass legislation whether Joe Manchin liked it or not. He's a corrupt Susan Collins thirst bucket who milks every fucking vote, just like her, so he can get lobbyists to throw money at him.
2: And he hit the jackpot on infrastructure. Exactly. Mm. So, after the JoJo and Kiki COVID relief package passed without the minimum wage increase, I might add, because, say it with me, Joe Joe Manchin cock-blocked it and drank all the jizz out of it. Empty. So after that Mm. passed, Joe Biden immediately started working on this huge infrastructure plan. The bill was divided up into two parts. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but we always have to recap because we never want anybody just to assume where anyone's at we can't be getting like all you know DC speak you know (laughs) you know the jargon man
1: this isn't the daily this isn't NPR on a wire this isn't the daily wire yeah you know what I mean like you could be this is your first time this is your last time this is your
2: middle time we don't know Yeah, we don't know know, and we don't judge I have to relook up what the fucking what Congress does every single time (laughs) every single week that's why this shit's always late that and I'm always drunk okay so The bill was divided up into two parts, physical infrastructure and what they termed as human infrastructure. The physical infrastructure side included roads and bridges and the water supply and increasing broadband wireless in rural areas and electric car charging stations and all shit like that.
1: The human infrastructure side would focus on investing in people, and it would be the largest increase to the social safety net since Roosevelt did the New Deal in 1933. And Lyndon Johnson did a bill called the Great Society in 1964, which started Medicare and Medicaid. JoJo and Kiki's is called America First, and it would include an expanded child tax credit, paid family leave, paid medical leave, universal free preschool, free community college, a summer food program for low income families with kids and subsidies for individual health insurance. Joe Biden said if Democrats were able to get all of these things done at one time, it would be a big fucking deal.
2: And it would have been, I mean, think of it's on the level of Medicare and Medicaid, which is think about not having Medicare and Medicaid, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Free community college, universal pre-K, like that's basically like universal child care because you get to get your fucking kids out of the house way earlier for free, summer food programs and all this stuff, and like helping people with health insurance, but Joe Manchin's a fucking asshole, so he got together with the other fake Democrat lobbyist nut (laughs) juggler, Kirsten Cinema, and they formed a bipartisan, <laughs> a.k.a. Republican group to make their own bill, which included none of the human infrastructure side and only half of the physical infrastructure, because you know they had to take every fucking climate thing out of it. right? So Democrats finally coming correct, finally, with mm-hmm. a bit of strategy. And I mean, it was a strategy on the Republican side too. Mm-hmm. So now the strategies are culminating and finally the strategies will meet and mm-hmm. we'll see whose strategy wins. Uh-huh. So the Democrats coming with their strategy said, fine, we'll pass your shitty half ass bill, but we're going to take the rest of the shit you didn't include and make a new bill for all that shit. So they got a senator to write the bill who's so Democratic that he's not even a registered Democrat (laughs) because Democrats aren't Democratic enough for him. And who's that? Say it with me. (laughs) Bernie Bernie motherfucking motherfucking Sanders. Sanders. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So Bernie Sanders
1: went off and wrote the human infrastructure bill and hung a $3.5 trillion price tag on it and handed the IOU right over to the all billionaires in this country. And we've got a lot of them. But before we can have all these things and make the mega rich pay for it, this Bernie bill needs to pass the Senate and Joe Puss Puss Mansion and Kirsten. I love Republican Dixima. <laughs> Hold on, let me just say that one again. I love Republican Dixima said they would be on board with voting for it. As long as Democrats compromise on the physical infrastructure bill, which they did. But of course, now these two Cracker Barrel cock blockers are reneging on the goddamn deal. And that's all the other thing they do is just renege on deals.
2: They're liars. They're, They're disgusting. F- such
1: fucks. Joe Manchin wrote a fucking op-ed in the Wall Street Journal saying he'd never
2: vote for a bill that costs $3.5 trillion. I've like heard- he's paying for it himself. Right. And no one's paying for it. It's not even going to raise taxes. Oh, uh, rich, Mega rich are going to pay for it. And Bernie Sanders couldn't physically write a bill that wasn't $3.5 i I'm surprised <laughs> he got it that low, for being honest. And by the way, not for nothing, when I Googled Joe Manchin op-ed, the first two things that came up were this one about voting no on human infrastructure and one from June about how he's going to vote no on the For the People <laughs> Act. <laughs> first of all... Anytime you're voting no on something called For the People, but yep. it's a voting rights bill yep. he, that he's going to vote. Why I voted no on yep. the... And I'm like, you're such a fucking cunt. Jesus. Oh. And just this whole thing, saying the, the Bernie bill is too expensive and he's making all these excuses like, what if another COVID variant comes up? It's and literally, scares. why should rich kids... Why it, this even it even said this in the Washington Post when they analyzed the op-ed but he said it too like why should rich kids get free community college like really we let rich kids go to free public school <laughs> gives a fuck and if we're going to tax the rich let them have the shit right that's just so
1: dumb He's his uh his line his his fake here's my wall of distraction and lies so that you don't really see that I'm getting paid by Exxon and energy companies and clearly apparently some maybe, I mean, I don't know this for, this is just me theorizing maybe some um, private colleges and school. I mean, I don't know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's on the appropriations committee and he's on the energy committee. And that's one is money. One is energy. I mean, and the guy is having a problem with money and he's having a problem with energy.
2: And that's why he went and took all of that the uh, yeah, clean energy shit out of the physical pa- infrastructure package. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's so clear and it's just like, why should rich kids get access to free community college? And it's just like, the, the bill isn't about free community college Just for people who make under $20,000 a year It's free community college for anybody Who wants to go to community college And the point of it being that Yes, maybe it will benefit some rich people But the, the crux of it is that It will benefit everybody yeah. And benefit those who can't and won't and, or, or who can't afford it Like you, you're not going to st- he, he, He's going on every show Being like, I don't know, people with $400,000 Are getting checks People with He has a soft talk like Mike Pence. Oh. He's a disgusting, soft talking. They're always liars. The, liars. They that,
2: they're Bible study teachers. Yep. They creep me the fuck out. It's yep. how Neil Gorsuch talks to. He will look at you in the eye while
1: you're getting raped. I mean, that's what this guy is. Sorry. Uh, I don't uh, uh, I don't understand why they're getting whether if they're making
2: four hundred thousand dollars
1: while they're getting checks. And the, the and thing if is, you're
2: doing, if you're getting it, the energy lobby is coming for you. The energy lobby is also the mega rich lobby. Oil, well, it's all well, yeah, in hand. Yeah, yeah, my God, of course, That's the mega rich. People and it's in this like, country.
1: as long as people who are not making four hundred thousand dollars, why do you care if people who are making four hundred thousand dollars are getting it? It doesn't hurt anyone. What about Tory Spelling? The thing. What
2: about Tory Spelling? Tory Spelling's mother, yes. you know, her father. Uh uh-huh. Da- what was his name? Aaron Spelling. Yes, Aaron Spelling died. Mm-hmm. Now we got Kitty Spelling. What's her fucking name? Yeah, it's a it's name a, like a, no, that. Boo Boo Spelling. Yeah, something like that. Bunny Spelling. She. That's Candy Spelling. Candy. Yes, we got it. Mm. We just had a, a. There was only like a, <laughs> another five we could go through before yes, we got it. Right. Great. So Candy Spelling, you know, the the if the rumors are true, has cut you know Tori out. Tori right. out of the money, and Tori has seventeen Tori, kids. Yeah, she's got f- you know fifty kids. Right. Now what about? If those kids, wh- why? How do you know just because someone's parents are rich right. that they have access to the money that they're not being shut out? There are homeless, literally people that are homeless whose parents are rich. Like I don't. The whole entire thing, it's just like it's clearly a smoke screen. And it's, it's a just smoke like, who cares? screen, and it's the same fake logic as
1: well. They don't work, so why should they get? It's like there's always you're always going to come up with some kind of. Well, they don't work. I don't want to pay for them. They don't work. Well, they make too much money. I don't want to pay. It's like, well, then what do you want to do? Yeah. You want to get the names, addresses, and phone numbers and tax returns for people who make $22,000 a year and make sure that they're the, like, there's going yeah. to be a problem no, there he, and, then,
2: and then he needs to make sure that they're all white. Uh, uh, ex- exactly. Exactly. And by the way, West Virginia, the COVID numbers are going up. <laughs> and by the way,
1: West Virginia, you are 0.1% of the population of this country. I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, Joe Manchin is the Senator of West Virginia. West Virginia comprises literally, I want to, if I even give it 1%, uh, let's just give it 1%. That's how many
2: Jews there are in this country, okay? (laughs) There's more gay people in the country than there there are in West Virginia. Well, Nance Pelosi is having none of it. And here's where the strategies, here's where we're playing battleships and the fucking (laughs) battle is coming down, okay? She told those two Republican jock sniffers that she wouldn't even let the house vote on the bullshit by infrastructure bill until the Senate passes the Bernie bill. Mm. And then she will go ahead and take both to the house at the same time for a vote. Ugh. They go together and we won't get one without the other. So the vote on the Bernie bill, which is basically just the original Biden bill, but now it has to have all the fucking energy, you know, the like yeah. all the clean energy mm-hmm. and then all the human infrastructure. Mm-hmm. The vote for that is scheduled for Monday, September 27th. I literally have it in my iPhone calendar because I'm here for the battleship <laughs> fucking yeah. showdown. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for JoJo and Kiki. It's like, obviously, we, we, we goes without saying that we want it to pass, but I'm just so, so, so excited. The Republicans, of course, are already trying to spin it. Like, what? We passed the physical infrastructure bill, but the Democrats are holding it up and, like, trying to kill it in the House. But you know what? If only 49 Democratic senators vote yes on the human infrastructure bill and it doesn't pass the Senate, which then forces Nance Pelosi to kill the physical infrastructure bill in the House, we'll all know who the real murderer was. <laughs> Say it with me, meow, meow. Joe, Joe Manchin. Manchin. Ugh, I don't know why I'm so annoyed. I know. I am, too.
1: Oh, wait. I know. Why? I know. Because it's Megan McCain (laughs) o'clock!
0: My wedding, Denise.
1: This segment used to be called Megan McCain Bugs, but just in case hell freezes over and she ever agrees to come on this podcast, we changed the name to Megan McCain O'Clock. And we actually think it's more fitting because there's never a time when she doesn't bug. Hence, Megan McCain O'Clock.
2: For those of you who aren't familiar with our quarantine Twitter bestie, Megan McCain, <laughs> here's the deal. She's the daughter of the very famous and now deceased John McCain, John McCain was a Republican senator from Arizona who ran against Obama in 2012. His daughter, Meghan McCain, is undeniably attractive and smart, But it was mainly because of her father that she got the dream job of being a regular co-host on The View, where she regularly bugged everyone every day with her conservative Arizona white privilege (laughs) nepotistic bullshit. That said, we are obsessed with her, and she's a huge (laughs) fan of Bravo, and if she ever agreed to come on this podcast, we'd burn all the evidence of these segments, become her friend immediately, and defend her until the end. (laughs) Right, now, now?
0: Correct.
1: Now, before we became Twitter besties with Megan McCain, this segment was called Megan McCain Bugs because she bugs, <laughs> but also the view bugs, whoopie bugs, sunny bugs, joy <laughs> bugs, Sarah Haynes bugs, the guest bugs, the segments bug, the format bugs, the incessant birthday celebrations bug. The whole show is just generally annoying and unsatisfying, especially now, <laughs> Especially. especially now. That they are back in the studio for season 25 and Megan McCain is no longer
2: on it. Unwatchable. Unwatchable. <laughs> crazy, but it is. Unwatchable.
1: <laughs> now, do not get us wrong. We knew that Crazy McCain was leaving. Okay. She announced it in July and we immediately announced it here. And while there was a huge part of us that was completely in denial and hoping she'd come back after their August hiatus, there was absolutely no part of us that thought the show would suck this bad without her. But it does. It sucks. It sucks.
2: Oh my god. So hard. It. What happens? Sucks. It's awkward. Ugh. It's stilted. It's stale. <laughs> <Yeah>. It <laughs> looks gross. And listen. We were prepared for a certain amount of awkwardness. Mm-hmm. every single talk show we watch is having a case <laughs> of the ox yes, Morning Joe seemed damn near unwatchable mm-hmm. until we saw the view. yeah I mean the view just takes the fucking cake in terms of the <sighs> ox. The thing with the view is that not only is Megan gone, not only is Crazen's gone, but they brought on Sarah Haynes out of the blue I might add and for no apparent reason during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So now, We've got Sarah Haynes, along with Joy, Whoopi, and Sunny, all awkwardly sitting around a new table (laughs) on a new set with a weird half-filled audience (laughs) dancing to a new theme song. Oh, my God, that song.
1: I can't with that song. (laughs) This one's for my girls, and this one's for my girls, and we are all now girls, because girls are doing it good. Now. I want. Let's go. Let's go this week on the View. I mean, it's it's probably not even bad. I I I I mean not. I mean,
2: it's not like anyone like. Let's go. Well, yeah, because I never knew they were saying let's go. I thought they were saying that girl. <laughs> Girl, I always thought they were saying, girl. yeah, that sounds like right to me. It goes right after we have our local news
1: guy. He's like, well, it happened again. Someone got shot up on Melrose or the <laughs> yeah. police were running down another car or another fire. And this time, 14 horses got burned alive and a whole family. I'm Philip Palmer. Let's go. It was just in my ears. I knew it was like Pavlov's dog. I just was like, it was Crazen's dog.
2: I... <sighs> Was so on it. it Today, Joe Biden, (laughs) bad or badder? And do you want to get down? We've got Kevin Hart. And it's just exactly.
1: God, you do her voice good.
2: Yeah. I never thought uh, we hated that song. Biden does (laughs) vaccine mandates again. Is it going to turn the
1: Democrats into Republicans?
2: Ask Sarah Haynes. What? And now it's gone, and we're like, I mean, I'm worse than you in terms of I hate change, Yes. but it was so much at one time. And then you rip craisins from our clutches and from our hearts. It's like mommy dropped us off at at school (laughs) and then she's gone. And now we're stuck with like the nannies and they don't have control of, you know, the schoolroom.
1: No, they don't. And I'm sure we'll get used to it, you know, but there's just something missing with the whole show. On the premiere episode, they played a montage of The View showing up over the years in various pop culture moments, like The Simpsons, The Hangover, SNL, shit like that. Of course, they didn't mention us doing it on Big Gay Sketch Show, <laughs> even though they did shows like Sports Night or whatever the fuck that no one ever watched. And I did play Joy, and then they showed Kate McKinnon playing Joy, and it's fine. I'm not bitter about it.
2: Yeah, you were like, oh, that's fine. That Nobody knows Big Gay Sketch ever existed. I mean, that's fine. It was like this long montage and the most obscure mentions. And then... And then your thing. Mm. I mean, it was it was a bummer that it wasn't there. Yeah. But the it but it it was a little gratifying that Joy was fully offended. She's like, they always have guys play us on SNL, <laughs> yeah, right? Whoopi and Whoopi's <laughs> like, what? Where am I? Exactly. I didn't even care. I mean, you were you were slightly bummed about the <laughs> big A Sketchup thing, but I felt like that montage was whack and fucking heavy handed, anyways, mm. and it was only existed to remind people that they existed before Twitter, before Megan McCain and before the pandemic. Right. That was literally that they were like, it's the 25th season. Look, we might've had the best ratings in all of TV in all of 2020 and ha- first half of 2021, but we were good before. And it's like, no, 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 I'm sorry, but no, no, it was mm. not to the level. It was, it's like a, the dart hitting the bullseye there was just something that hit different in the pandemic oh, yeah. and the whole thing and Megan McCain and the virtue signaling. Oh I mean, she is the gold medalist. gold And trended every single day. Every day. She was trending with some dumb fucking bullshit, oh, she said. Obnoxious, obnoxious. Insufferable. Then the hairdos, oh, and you couldn't so get good. enough. And they want to act enough. like that... They're relevant because in 2007 they were mentioned in The Hangover. No, 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 no. Bradley Cooper talking about Joy Behar carrying a crossbody is nothing compared to just Megan McCain with her hair f- formatted Man. into a bow on the top of her head <sighs> and people losing their minds and their religion. It's like they weren't oh. really relevant. They weren't relevant in the, the way they were in 2020. No, And they're trying to prove it. And the montage was valid, mm-hmm. and it was all there; it all existed, and mm-hmm. I guess they had a relevance in the way, like the talk, has it. Well, I mean, they w- they ebbed and flowed.
1: I mean, certainly, Star Jones had the splash yeah. of a Megan McCain it in its a day, hundred years ago, hundred years ago, and then of course they tried a million different co-hosts and whatever, and Barbara Walters
2: and blah blah blah. But I'm saying, but, none of that matters. No, because the stride was hit mm-hmm. in the pandemic. <laughs> it was never better. Prove it. Try it come for us, bring the receipts, we'll fucking burn you into the ground (laughs) in a fire, in an LA, in a California fire. Mm -hmm. Not even when Rosie was arguing in the split screen with Elizabeth, you were whopping and had an electric guitar out making a blues (laughs) song. Could it compare? Nope. We were living, we were lifted, Jesus hear my voice, (laughs) she was our muse, just a hate muse. Mm -hmm. It was pinnacles, and now that the pandemic is over... We thought, we hoped she wasn't leaving. Right. I, 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 I there aren't any words. Go back and listen to the episode. You'll find it because there's not even a description. We were like in full black mourning. Mm-hmm. Like we were wearing black and we were horrified. <laughs> to me, the true test mm. of any, any TV show, especially, is like the ability to evolve with the times. In my opinion, they should have kept Meghan McCain at all costs, stay in your homes. Yep. They should have acknowledged that Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg are tired icons of a certain <laughs> age. Like, I mean, literally tired, not mm-hmm. figuratively. They're mm-hmm. they're t- they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. They're sleepy. Mm-hmm. Let them work from home, if for no other reason than the seniority of it all. Yeah. Okay, they've earned it. <laughs> what I would have given to see my mom's boss at any year in my life growing up say, you know what, Pam, you've worked so hard and you're so valuable to this company. You can now work half days from now on from home. And you know what? Keep your same exactly. salary. My mom's head would have
1: exploded. Yes, yes. You're absolutely right. But and no, sh- let's
2: drag them on the train, Memel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Into what? The studio? Into the
1: COVID. Into the Delta. Into the studio. Yeah. Into the makeup that's room. Right. Into the makeup room. Yeah. Now they're there. I mean, and they may find a sweet spot and hit their stride because of some new conservative douchebag that they bring in to replace Megan McCain. But right now, we're just not feeling it. We're just not we feel annoyed that this is their vision. We feel like they underestimated the audience taste and they underestimated Megan McCain's contribution to the show.
2: And also... Sorry. Everyone's wearing too much makeup. It's bugging me. Ooh, there's a lot of makeup. It's too much makeup. Lot, they all look like lot shit. A lot of makeup. Joy Behar looked so good sitting in her house in front of a ring light with a mid-60s soft beat and sunny too. <laughs> and she even fucking, like, got a perm and started wearing a curly, yeah. like, look. Mm-hmm. They have so much makeup on their face, like (laughs) senior in high school, liquid foundation. Your face is a different color than your neck. There's an obvious line type of look. Mm -hmm. It's amateur hour. You know, it is my mouth. Well, if I can see it distracting, very distracting and it's confusing. Mm -hmm. They're all attractive. They're all perfectly fine and they look good in their natural state. They don't need a ton of makeup. It's it's aging. Yeah, it's not cute. They're just doing the utmost, and it's not necessary. It's detrimental. You got to do a lot to make this show look like shit, and it looks like shit. It really
1: does. And they're having on some monsters come on to take over for Megan, but they don't. The thing is, like, we even with the revolving Jeopardy thirst style, like, you know, c- the host conservative thing. host game, you are not unless you get Ann Coulter up in there or someone <laughs> of that ilk, which there aren't that many. We've got maybe got Laura Ingram. Ann Coulter, Candace Owens, and I honestly can't even think of one more. Maybe the Diamond Twins, those two twins who stump for Trump all the time, who are insane. But, like, you're not going to find, you're just not going to get the Megan McCain of it all. You're never going to get the nepotism she comes with. You're never going to get oh. the entitlement, the self-righteousness, the hypocrisy,
2: and the charm. And the charm. The charm. That's She's the funny. Thing.
1: She's funny, and she is... And can be likable, and the thing is with these other women that they bring on, not one of them is likable
2: so far. Well, that's not true. Is that that they're not oh, likable, but they don't oh. have not like that though. When John not McCain like her she's she'll get you, she's lovable, right. and I shed a fucking tear. Yes, exactly, because
1: she's so obnoxious and insane. That's the thing. <laughs> they're not bringing obnoxious and insane yet. Now we had Catherine Mia Ham, whatever her right. name is, not likable, no. not funny, fucking annoying, off putting, off putting. Too much face And it's just like Okay You gotta have The the balance And no one's gonna Bring the balance No one I don't care You can have Gretchen Carlson All day long no, You and can she's have too old. none of them
2: I only say she's too old And I'm not an ageist Simply because Meghan McCain Has that Millennial mm. Zero self-awareness mm-hmm. So fucking indignant Yes And indignant. just awful
1: Indignant, indignant. I just <laughs> But the thing with Meghan McCain Is that what would be Different let's say With Candace Owens Who's just an Insufferable cunt, cunt. Is that Megan McCain wants to act like and thinks in her mind that she's doing something um, that could potentially be bridge building. But she thinks she she's empathetic, could, pure. right? And she's learning, yeah. and she wants everyone to be friends. People like Candace so don't give a fuck. They'll burn half the country to the ground and not care and laugh Sometimes on it and I pee feel on like it. It's
2: true with Megan McCain too. Sometimes I feel like it's true yeah. too. It's that's like the we, genius honestly, of her. We like her. It's it, and I. <sighs>
1: That's the genius of Megan McCain, which is why this is not going to work to get someone else. That's what I'm saying. They better. I don't know how and who they're going to get, because there is no one who's going to be able to fill these shoes. There's no one. No. All right. Well, while we are horrified by the new chapter of The View, we are even more horrified by the direction of our Twitter bestie, Megan McCain. OK, She's continued her hypocritical, craven thirst tweeting, and even kicked it up a notch with tweets like, "You were at my wedding, Denise. <laughs> Am I allowed to not care about the Met Gala? I love fashion as much as the next woman, but it would have been pretty amazing if all those celebrities took the thirty-five thousand it costs for a table and donated it to an essential workers or food banks in the country. The time of excess seems dated. The time of excess seems dated.
2: I'm sorry." But the time oh my God. of excess seems dated. Hello, is your mama? <laughs> hello, hello.
1: <laughs> I
2: thought McFly. I thought the exact same thing when I saw that MTV had reanimated the happily dead and gone cribs. Mm. But Megan McKyanyan, <laughs> professional simp queen to Erica Jane, saying that the time of she's obsessed with Erica Jane. <sighs> And is saying the time of excess seems dated. Okay, I don't think so. Turns out, sweetie, you idolize excess. (laughs) And I say that with love. You don't want excess to even pay taxes. What you're actually mad about is that you didn't get invited, but Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did, and she took her self-righteousness as her plus one. (laughs) While you had to sit at home with Liberty, who, by the way... Is so fucking cute. <laughs> I cannot mm. even deal with how fucking sweet that baby is. <laughs> like I would give away one of my five senses. I've thought deeply about this. I've decided I wouldn't do my vision. Okay, but I would absolutely do my hearing to have that baby. To have that baby be my baby. Like wow, sh- Liberty is so fucking cute. Yeah, she's a cute and baby. like she's so. <laughs> She's so. She just looks so sweet. Yeah. too.
1: She's like really cute. She's so baby.
2: Cute. She's so cute. But Meghan McCain is bothered, and it's like, and it's like I don't even like like AOC. But right. but sweetie, 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 <laughs> sweetie, <laughs> you're shook. You're shocked that AOC is at the thing. Yeah. You are. And that she
1: made such a splash. I mean, she's bothered that AOC rolled into the Met Gala wearing a white dress that said "Tax the Rich." <laughs> in blood-red handwriting after Anna Wintour comped her a $35,000
2: table. And
1: then gave her a plus
2: one for her self-righteousness. I mean, it, And she it, took exactly. it hand in hand and held hands with it. She walked it in the into
1: eye. the French Revolution, <laughs> okay? She walked into <laughs> yeah. the fucking French Revolution with a guillotine and some bread and just said, fuck the rich. Behead, behead, behead. Now let me sit down at this gorgeous, beautiful
2: table in Versailles. I mean... It's I, I beyond, was Wayne's worlding beyond, out. Beyond, I mean, I had beyond, to Wayne beyond, and Garth beyond, to that beyond. bitch's feet, and I'm never. I was just like, "Ooh, that's a hard act to follow." Yeah. And you can tweet about it nonstop, crazins. <laughs> but I'm reading the tweets, and I'm thinking, "I got to unfollow." I got unfollow I know it's sad. I I unfollowed too, but I didn't. Oh. <laughs> i didn't unfollow. Uh. i don't know why i'm looking panub, mama i'm looking penub <laughs> like a toxic tiger i'm right. uh-huh. and she announced megan mccain announced she has a new job as a columnist for the daily mail daily mail there's no talk about excess there's no bigger signal to unfollow the net than that you did it you're like goodbye yeah it the relationship's one-sided
1: Yes, it is one-sided. I'm lurking.
2: She's moved on. Mm-hmm. She might be sliding into the DMs late night, but she's toying with us. She doesn't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. She's she's toying. She's doing things like the excess. She's it's a wrap. She's to the Daily Mail, and I need to unfollow. You've done it.
1: I had to. I had to. She she talk about she she never slid into the DMs, and so she's <sighs> she she ignored. She pretended, and then she ignored, and I just can't be a part of it anymore. I just can't. Crazins really broke my heart. Like really broke my
2: heart. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is... Part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the incessant existential philosophical and literal fighting going on all around us every day. Whether it's Kamala Harris or Kanye West, we are all simping in someone's timeline and mad at everyone who disagrees with us. What started last year as a fight over mask mandates and vaccines has morphed into an all-out war over who gets to control a woman's right to have a baby. Mm. Let me say that again for the people who are listening to this while multitasking. What started last year as a fight over mask mandates and vaccines has morphed into an all-out war over who gets to control a woman's right to have a baby. In the year 2021, the United States of America is still arguing about which women can and cannot give birth. And per the rotted religious agenda, a 13-year-old victim of rape incest must give birth to her baby, while a 40-year-old suffering from infertility must never give birth to one. And let's be clear, this fight isn't new. It's been simmering under the surface as long as any of us have been paying attention. So why now? The real reason this is all coming to a head now is because the country just spent the last year and a half in and out of COVID lockdown. No matter where you live, you experience some form of restricted access to public spaces and restricted access to public spaces means restricted access to church and restricted access to church means restricted church access to your money. (laughs) If no one is sitting in the pews, then no one is putting money in the Mm -hmm. pass around party plates. Mm -hmm. The majority of churches don't pay taxes and they subsist solely on tithing from their congregations and charitable donations from the public. Churches of all denominations lost a shit ton of attendance during the pandemic and in turn lost a shit ton of money in their greedy little plates. (laughs) And while many states like Florida and Texas have outlawed mask mandates and crowd limits on public gatherings, church attendance has yet to fully rebound into the corrupt cash cow that it once was in any state. Mm -hmm. So in lieu of the tithing train, All of the executive boards at all of the major Christian church denominations that we're all so familiar with, like Catholic, Southern Baptist, regular Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Protestant, Jehovah's Witness, Jews for Jesus, etc. (laughs) The executive boards at all these churches know that the quickest way to get a steady stream of never ending charitable donations is to reinvigorate their fight against abortion. So they target specific legislation in specific states, regardless of where their home church is located, and they then hit up their congregations for donations to help with the fight. Mm. And that's why it's all happening. <sighs> that makes sense. So the churches can not get paid. Yeah. And that is why we need your So There's That memo. Hope and justice go hand in hand, and we need you to give us one or the other. Well, unfortunately... It's not going to happen this week. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't
1: think so. But we're going to do our best here, and um, you know, this is just going to be one of those weird. Is this even positive? You know what I mean? So there's that. Those are usually. I like those. Well,
2: so maybe because I'm negative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is. This was. You know. I know every week I say it's hard, but
2: man, wow,
1: wow. Okay, wow. And I saw this. I just saw this and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I just thought about it round and round and round. And I thought, wait a minute, there's actually a silver lining here and I'm going to try and light it up. So we're just going to get into it. Um, This week, the human rights campaign forced its president, Alfonso David. Alfonso David was legal counsel to Governor Andrew Cuomo, who had to step down in a haze of hypocrisy for being a creep and a perv and a man. And since not every single man on the planet had to step down from their job, I'm going to go ahead and say just whatever with that. We literally had a job a few years ago where our boss practically fingered Brandy and never shut the fuck up about who he wanted to fuck, including her. And he's still working like most men. So boo-hoo, go cry about it, okay? I would say
2: force-fingered.
1: <laughs> For exa- That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Not consensual. Not consensual. Yeah. I'm half past give a shit with the abject, absolute hypocrisy and double standard that sexual harassment is given, and until and unless people can start really seeing the gray area, the truth, and how education starts real early on with all boys, I don't really know what to say anymore. So go ahead, keep blaming me for being an angry man-hating dyke, but I'm not the one who allows Donald Trump to grab pussies and Andrew Cuomo getting fired for being a handsy asshole who no one ever stood up to until a million years after. No one's gonna shed a tear he's gone, but the level of moralizing here is just gross apparently anyone who worked for cuomo is on a hit list as well unless you're a woman the next one to go is a gay black man who became the president of the human rights campaign and his name is alfonso david now again i need to say because i know already people are heads are exploding i'm not condoning andrew cuomo's behavior but i don't condone any of that behavior and so to pick and choose who gets to be a perv and who doesn't seems a little disingenuous to me And now this entire endeavor is tearing down a gay black man
2: for just doing his job. And Time's Up worked closely with Andrew Cuomo, so... That's correct.
1: Now... Alfonso David was lead counsel for former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. He served for four years on the cabinet. He basically advised Governor Cuomo on all policy matters and legal matters for four years. Okay.
2: I just need to get this straight because every time you say Alfonso David, I go into some weird dream state where I'm thinking he's a mixture of Alfonso Ribeiro and Craig David. (laughs) So he was, he's gay. He's gay. He's the, he was the president of the human rights campaign. Correct. And he was formerly Andrew Cuomo's head counsel like his lead lawyer correct his lawyer with the the matters of being handsy or just anything the matter of anything
1: okay he was the lead counsel of governor of the governor okay you know what I mean so that meant um and that
2: was prior to being the president of HRC prior to being president
1: and prior to being called out as handsy okay I'm with you so now HRC is a lobbying, PAC, nonprofit supporter of human rights and has been visually instrumental, if not behind the scenes, of the political LGBTQ movement in this country. What they've done policy-wise, I honestly don't know. But I've performed for them.
2: We wear their T-shirts. Uh, we, we both together perform yeah. for them. And, and mainly what it does is people put their bumper sticker on and every time we see the car, Julio goes, that person's gay and that car, that one. <laughs> and I go, which one? <laughs> that one, like that Sentra. Yeah. Oh, how do you know? HRC sticker yeah. I mean this has been Going on since 2009 <laughs> They got that Because they got that Equal sign The equal sign Which every gay person Has
1: on their Subaru Yeah And that denotes I support LGBTQ yeah. rights And HRC has
2: cornered The market On that On that market I mean I I mean no I have a Classic say. HRC shirt Classic Like a Heather Gray Gorgeous And it says I support gay marriage Right I, I bet I could sell That shirt for so much Like on eBay You
1: probably could They have They they have a hit or miss on the on the on the merch when but that's
2: a good one yeah that was during like it's heyday do you still have yours (sighs) no i don't it probably just fell off one day like it just disintegrated (laughs) off probably
1: yeah yeah no i don't have it but we can look on there and see if they have any it's interesting i know
2: there's not even you don't even need the shirt i support gamers but that's gonna be more worth it's gonna be worth more than just say no any of the classics that's right mothers against drunk driving yeah now it's just like marriage i mean really right
1: you know so again, I say we wore we wore the T-shirts. People wear the put on the bumper stickers, you know, basically just to go around and and put out good feelings, good vibes, virtue signal, good <laughs> virtue signaling, exactly for good. Okay, you, one could say. Now, over the years, we've said publicly, and both believe that HRC, much like everything else that starts out as a movement, becomes a racket.
2: Starts out as a, a what? What starts out as a cause mm-hmm. becomes a morphs into a job and then becomes a racket. It starts out as a cause, morphs into a job and then becomes a racket. Well, so we hate all charities yeah. and nonprofits. <laughs> we just do across the board. We mm-hmm. don't fucking care if you're if it's a charity or nonprofit, we don't trust you. We don't we don't believe in nonprofits. We think everything is for profit and go ahead and pay your taxes and do whatever the fuck you want. Particularly when it becomes this huge. They have offices
1: all over the country. They put on huge charity galas and events, and they raise tons and tons of money. Their equal sign, of course, it's something we can all get behind, but where does the money go? And who truly is benefiting? Now, I, like we just said, we've come to see HRC as a very rich marketing company that promotes the equal sign, And so we go on with our business and we wear it and we go, that's fine. At least they're not promoting the Confederate flag. So, okay. But this week I got a really gross feeling about HRC and we are trying to track down Alfonso David so we can get his side. And I'd like to show my support for him right here in the 41 years that HRC has been in existence. It wasn't until 2019 that they had a black president. Put that in your blender and swish it around. The first black president was in
2: 2019.
1: They should have the equal sign taken away from them. I
2: mean. I'm sorry. And this
1: was a thing that people had been talking about since 2015 or pointing out. And HRC apparently had been trying to do something about it internally.
2: Now. Neat, you've been trying to do something about it since 2015?
1: uh Uh-huh. Cool. (laughs) Exactly. People have said that they're a very white privilege organization. And this week they really doubled down on that description. Now, I'm writing this from a very shallow and scratching of the surface point of view, and I'll be happy to change my tune as I learn new and interesting facts. But as of today, I stand with Alfonso David and he went on the Jonathan Capehart show and let everyone know that he believes that HRC is racist. And he did use that term. And honestly, he has a point. Rather than be given due process and a fair inquiry, let's say, HRC did an independent investigation of him in August and then told him they found he wasn't good for the organization anymore due to the optics of his former job. Okay. apparently while in his job, he counseled his boss on how to deal with the allegations of all of these women. And so H.R.C. doesn't like that. And they feel that makes them look bad, which means they could lose money. And ultimately, that is what's up.
2: Yeah, because they don't do anything except represent human rights and equal rights with their fucking equal sign mm-hmm. so they don't really actually do anything to affect any legislation so the minute the optics get bad their equal sign start starts looking like a fucking divide division sign the division <laughs> symbol right. and then they want to kick him out and it's all about optics and PR and marketing and that's it it's smoke and mirrors and it's bullshit and that's why we hate nonprofits HRC is throwing a black
1: gay man under the bus for doing his job because they don't want to lose their money and the appearance of playing all sides of the equality game, except I guess when it comes to the support of a gay black man. It takes a lot of courage and balls, and I don't, I don't know, maybe Alfonso David is a corrupt asshole. It's possible, but right now the HRC is showing their ass, and it's not a good look. And they're not for true equality, seemingly what they're for are the optics of their only, of their brand. The guy did his job. Politics is shady. They never proved he did anything illegal, and so Alfonso David is taken to the streets, and now airing HRC's Dirty Laundry, and I, for one, am here for it. He was the lawyer for the fucking governor. He didn't do anything illegal, I just want to stress that. I'm sorry that the, there were allegations against him, but he did.
2: He had a lawyer and that was him. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, there's yeah, so, Andrew Coleman. That, well, and that's that's our that's our right in this country to have representation. Due process. And,
1: and 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 unfortunately, Alfonso David wasn't even given it. If we truly care about equality and serving the underdog, there's a lot of gray area and a lot of messy garbage. And women generally are the first ones to get trashed. And I want to see women empowered and fighting back in the moment, not years later, looking like they're getting paid off in order to satisfy somebody's political agenda. Agreed. Alfonso David is doing it in the moment and showing us how to fight power that isn't even necessarily bad, but is bad for you. I hope this turns out to be a family fight where everyone walks away changing for the better, apologizing for their mistakes and their role in hurting each other and we can truly evolve. But until then, Alfonso David is showing at least me what courage in the face of everyone trying to tear you down looks like. Every woman that is harassed at work, pay attention. Time's Up and Me Too doesn't exist to tell someone in the shadows after the fact. It exists in the present. And unless you start fighting in the moment, and this goes out to every woman... We need to start changing the way we fight and our perception of what we're allowed to do. Because what we're allowed to do is anything we fucking want. We need to stand behind Alfonso David until and unless evidence is proven that he did anything illegal. HRC should be standing behind him and standing in solidarity with a gay black man who's been doing nothing but fighting for all of our civil rights. In addition... We've been saying it for years about religious institutions. And like you said in the intro, we're going to go ahead and remind everyone how these huge nonprofit political agencies who pay huge amounts of money in people's salaries, huge amounts of money to to give away and whatever. I looked up the 2020 tax return of HRC, and honestly, I didn't understand most of it. But I can tell you that Alfonso David made over $500,000 as president. Does he deserve it? Okay, uh, maybe I don't know. Yes, no. Who cares? I'm
2: sure that had a lot to do with why they want to get get fucking rid of them. I'm quite sure sure. there's a lot of people in right in line for that job who want it. And do the additional fourteen national board members who make
1: between one hundred and fifty and three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year deserve it? Maybe, maybe not. And does the about five million dollars that HRC spends in member acquisition is that worth it? I don't know. HRC is showing themselves to be a white privilege organization who only cares about money and branding. And Alfonso David is fighting up a hill who would squash him when it serves the big white male corporate bankers. In a week particularly where we see nothing but divisive white males squawking and perching and straining to oppress all the minority voices when it comes to infrastructure, voting, abortion, and even Afghanistan. Alfonso David is a breath of fresh air and a mighty wind who will not be blown away. So there's that.
2: So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid ass podcast. (laughs) We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. We do two a week, every week. They're both an hour, and we post them on Sundays, so you have all week to listen to them. They are a dollar each, and when you sign up, you will immediately get
1: access to our huge back catalog, which has hundreds of hours of stupid, stress-free, ad-free podcasts, timeless podcasts, timeless! If you want to hear one now to see what it's like before you commit, the link to the free Tom Christofferson episode is in the description of this podcast, or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. That episode is called Windows Up Sing Time and you can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up
2: for anything. And as always it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And cock blocked. Cock blocked! How'd you do I? See you've met
0: my... Faithful handyman He's just a little broad dine Because when you knocked He thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up By the way I look Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania (laughs) Let me show you a rhyme, maybe From transsexual Transylvania, <laughs> Head ha! I'm just a sweet transvestite. transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania, <laughs> So, come up to the left.